Hey friends, welcome to episode 89 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Dara Swift, and I'm so thankful that you're listening in to this bonus episode. Yeah, this is a bonus episode, and why a bonus, you might ask? Well, because it's going to be just you and me. We are talking about fierce identity in Christ. Several years ago, I wrote a series of posts called Five Fierce Truths About You, and fierce truth number one is that you have a fierce identity in Christ. We're going to talk about what that means and give you some encouragement today and maybe some action steps to step forward in your identity in Christ. And I would love for you to listen in on the Edify app. If you don't have the Edify app, you can download that for free at the Apple or Google Play stores because we are part of the Spark Network and Spark Network can be found on the Edify app and it's all Christian podcasts. So check it out today, friend. So yeah, the very first episode of Fierce Calling, I said that I would have guests on the show, but sometimes it would just be you and me. But you know, it hasn't been just you and me since that very first episode. So I thought it was time to sprinkle in a few of those just you and me kind of episodes. And I hope that you enjoy it. I would love to hear your feedback. I need to know if this touches your heart in some way. And if you like this style every so often. So friend, I know what we're going to talk about is going to inspire, encourage, and challenge you. So listen in while I have a chat with you. Welcome back to the Fierce Calling Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. And as I said in the intro, it's just going to be you and me today. And we're going to talk about our fierce identity in Christ. But you know, I wanted to share something really quick with you first. The enemy wants us to cower in the corner and not do what God is calling us to do. Earlier this week, my laptop went on the blink. Like all of a sudden, the port where you plug in the battery went haywire and the battery wouldn't charge and it was just like I couldn't do anything with it. So I had to take it into the computer store doctor, computer A, and let them take a look at it. And they said, well, you know, it's going to be about another week because we have to order this special part and all of this. So I was like, okay, well, I had to not beat myself up, give myself a little bit of grace because I didn't get my episode out to you all on Tuesday morning like I love to do. So I put a little post in one of my Spark groups, my Spark Christian podcast groups, and just said, you know, that time when your computer went on the blank and you didn't get your episode out on time. And then, you know, the emoji with the like oceans of tears falling. Yeah, that was me. But I had a lot of encouragement. And yeah, so I had to think, okay, well, I'm not going to let this stop me from doing the podcast. And I called the computer store and they had a loaner that they were willing to give me. So I am using that loaner to bring this to you today. So I am blessed and thankful for that so much computer A store in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. Shout out to you. And so I'm going to talk about fierce identity in Christ today. But I wanted to share that with you because don't be discouraged if technology or schedules or some kind of crazy things happen when you feel like you're supposed to do something and you want to do it so badly for God and you feel like, oh, I'm a failure because I didn't get to do this. No, you're not. 
and I'm not. And, you know, I don't know that this bonus episode would have come into play had this not happened. And honestly, I've been getting to bed a little bit earlier than I usually do because I didn't have a laptop and I don't really like using my phone because my, my cell is like a small cell phone. And so, yeah, there's been a lot of good that has come from God kind of tearing me away from that piece of technology. And so here we are and we're doing this special bonus episode, which I'm excited about. It's episode 89 which means the next episode is 90 and getting closer to that 100th episode. And I hope you will stick around and I so appreciate you listening in. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. So I love that scripture in Jeremiah 1.5 that says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. On a shivery January day, a sweet young mom-to-be experienced her first twinges of labor. Excited and frightened all at once, she entered the hospital with great anticipation of what would be warm snuggles with her new little one and soft sense of everything baby. This was her first experience giving birth, and she hardly knew what to expect. And what she experienced was not what she expected. She labored for five days. Her doctor was MIA, all wrapped up in his own personal crisis. He failed to check in on her, and five days into her hospital stay, her water broke. That was the day a quiet, sweet mom got fierce. She could see the outline of her precious baby lying still within her belly, and it frightened her. She demanded to see the doctor. And one emergency C-section later, a scared young mama and a baby in distress were recovering after a harrowing experience. That baby almost died, but she didn't. And that baby was me. Although my birth was traumatic, it wasn't my true beginnings. My life and your life had intentional and fierce beginnings that started long before we were conceived. Whether you were planned, unplanned, or abandoned by earthly parents, or maybe your parents just were there but they were actually absent, the God of the universe already predestined your existence and mine before we were formed in the sacred place, our mother's wombs. Now, your early years may have impacted your life. So whether you felt loved or rejected growing up, you have always been loved and accepted because God planned your existence. You may have been raised in a loving atmosphere or in a dysfunctional environment. You may have had wonderful childhood memories or you may have experienced trauma and abuse. I am so sorry that you had to experience that. Whatever our early years looked like, We all experienced some kind of pain in one way or another. And pain is so hard to explain, friend, but it is never wasted. Jesus knows about our pain, and his love is a heavenly balm to soothe and heal the raw, open wounds. He binds them and transforms them into purpose. 
What you've been through is part of your journey and my journey too. But those events do not define us or define our identity. Before we can walk in our fierce calling, we need to know who we are. We can mistakenly find our identities in the past, in labels people slap on our foreheads, in untruths we tell ourselves. We do a lot of that, don't we? And in the roles we play. But that is not who we are, and that is not the reason we are here. We may be mothers, aunts, sisters, wives, friends, but the one thing we all are, we are all God's daughters in Christ. We are all children of God. And we are loved and we are chosen. I love the scripture in Ephesians 1, 3 through 6. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the kind intention of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, which he freely bestowed on us in the beloved. We were created to know God, to have a relationship with our creator and for his pleasure. And he knows you and he knows me and we can know him because we don't know just about him, but we can personally really know him. He is El Roy, the God who sees us. And you may have heard that before, but do you believe it? When you feel swallowed up by circumstances and when you feel unloved, unworthy, insignificant, well, you're not. You are who God says you are, beloved and worthy through Jesus and his unconditional love and sacrifice. Do we believe that? I asked the Lord what he wanted me to tell his girls. As I prayed, I strongly felt deep in my spirit his words, which are both simple and profound. Tell them they are loved. So I will tell you that you are loved by a God who knows you, sees you, and by a God you can know, the one true God. J.A. Packer put it this way in his book, Knowing God. What makes life worthwhile is having a big enough objective, something which catches our imagination and lays hold of our allegiance, and this the Christian has in a way that no other person has. For what higher, more exalted, and more compelling goal can there be than to know God? We are in Christ, and Christ is in us. Christ in us is the hope of glory, as it tells us in Colossians 1.27. We have a hope in things to come. When God restores all the brokenness and our inheritance is finally realized. Christ in us is a miraculous mystery revealed. Saved by grace through faith, we are His and He is ours. When we accept and receive Christ into our hearts as our Lord and Savior, Christ is in us. And in Christ, our Father who art in heaven, who cannot look upon sin, sees us through His Son, Jesus. You, my friend, have a fierce identity in Christ. Now, say it and believe it. 
I have a fierce identity in Christ. So here is your call to action this week. Allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. Talk with him and ask him to show you what you need to see and tell you what you need to know. Seek with an open heart as you read the word and open his word and allow the spirit to move upon you and just show you things that you may never have seen before because you know how that happens. We might read a verse or a passage over and over and over until that one day when we really read it and we really see something new and fresh because that's the day we really needed to hear that truth. So seek with an open heart and listen with holy intention. Do you believe your identity is in Christ? Yes? Well, that's so good. And now that we know who we really are, we have work to do. Work that God has prepared in advance for us to do. Because, friend, the world needs our God-given gifts. So we can't hold them back. It's the only kind of gifts that we can keep on using, but yet keep giving away. Because those gifts were never meant to be ours to keep. We need to use them to edify the church and to bring hope to a lost and dying world. So I hope this encouraged you today. Remember who you are because the world will lie to you. The world will tell you you're not enough. The world will tell you you have to do more and more and more. You have to climb that ladder. You have to be on top of everything at all times. You have to spin all those plates in the air and don't let them drop because as soon as one crashes to the ground, that's it. You're done. Those are lies, friend. They're, they're just lies because we aren't enough. We don't have to be enough. Jesus is enough for the both of us. He is, and he takes care of all of the things And we don't have to worry about that because it's not our role to control. So if you're feeling out of control today, if you're feeling a little helpless or even a bit hopeless, know that the truth that sets you free is that Jesus came to bind all of our brokenness. He came to be that that healing balm to the wounds that this world brings. So today, lift up your eyes to the Lord. Smile and thank Him because when we give thanks with a grateful heart, it changes things. Prayer changes things. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time together and I thank you for what you have planned in advance for us to do. Open our eyes to not only see those things that we're called to do, but to first see you and to hear your voice and to know that you tell us who we are, not the world, not our family, not our friends, not even ourselves. We're just to listen to your voice and your calling and who you say we are. And just like you said, Who do you say I am? You are the Christ. You are our Lord and Savior. 
and we are so, so thankful for you. So I pray for my friend that's listening right now. If there is something they're experiencing, maybe a loss, maybe some difficult seasons in their lives, financially, relationally, even spiritually, emotionally, I pray for a special touch from you today, Lord. Show them you are near. Give them encouragement and open their eyes to the needs of others. Because when we serve others, it really changes things in our own hearts too. I thank you, Lord, and we give you all the praise and glory for all of these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, I hope you'll join me next time because I'm going to probably be speaking with someone next time, another woman or women who are taking action where their passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. That's you too. Let us commit to the Lord to take action where our passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. That is our fierce calling. And you have a fierce identity in Christ. God bless you, and I'll talk to you soon.